But let's move on to the mistresses of Sumner Redstone. Let's talk about the juice, the gossip, the dirt, the fact that Sumner Redstone was barely uh, functioning, and yet he required sex every day. Yeah. No, I mean, it's horrifying. Like, what, he was uh, 96 when he died, 95, mm-hmm. something like that. And, you know, respect to the guy for hanging on to his company by his fucking fingernails until they had to get a lawyer <laughs> to drag him out because he was completely senile and incontinent. I think they, what, they threw him out in 2015 or 20, some sometime around that. Yeah, around yeah, that 2015. Year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had to like get a lawyer and a court order to say, no, you have to step down as CEO of uh, Viacom. But, um, but yeah, like, Oh, I did also just want to mention before the mistresses, just really quick on the 96 Telecom Act, because I want to devote a full episode to this another time, because I think it's a very important uh, part of U.S. history. But I mentioned that stat earlier. I'll just repeat it. Uh, 50 companies controlled 90% of media as of 83. Uh, Ten years after the Telecom Act, that had shrunk to six corporations controlled about 90% of uh, major U.S. media. And in 2019, CBS and Viacom remerged. They merged in 2006, then they split, and now in 2019 they remerged. So we're down to five companies controlling 90% of U.S. media. But um, <clears throat> the Telecom Act was set up, so it lifted the limit in 1996. It lifted the limit on how many radio stations one company could own. Cap had been set at 40 stations. The cap gets lifted. That's what makes the existence of companies like Clear Channel possible. Mm-hmm. Clear Channel uh, owned, at, as of 2006, more than uh, 1,200 stations. So that would have been totally illegal before the Telecom Act. Uh, it lifted from 12 the number of local TV stations any one corporation could own. I'm quoting from a, a Common Cause Education Fund uh, analysis in 2005. Lifted from 12. Uh, the local TV stations any one corporation could own expanded the limit on audience reach. One company had been allowed to own station that reached up to a quarter, 25% of U.S. households. The act raised that national cap to 35%. So it allowed a much more massive uh, national reach for any individual company, which of course allows Viacom CBS to buy up much more local stations. Um, it deregulated cable rates. Between 1996 and 2003, uh, cable rates skyrocketed, increasing by nearly 50%. Um, and, you know, there's a, uh, it permitted the FCC to ease cable uh, broadcast cross-ownership rules and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the long and short of this is that it really allows Viacom CBS to expand and come into existence as the behemoth we know today where Sumner Redstone, even if he fucks up on Blockbuster and Enron, he's still making tons of money because there's no other game in town. To continue with sexual perversion in the media landscape, in uh, 2003 when CBS was still part of Viacom and Sumner Redstone was still in charge, Les Moonves was, became its CEO, a position he retained when CBS was spun off in 2005. Between 2007 and 2018, when Moonves was fired for sexual improperties, the CBS board, led by the Redstone, paid him just shy of $700 million, uh, that which would be $63.6 million a year. Um, mm. This is not including the perversion of Nickelodeon producers that... Um, like, some of the stuff I'm about to get to for a moment here is, like, moderately conspiracy, but uh, one of them is that the, the, one of the Nickelodeon producers got Britney Spears' younger sister, Jamie Spears, pregnant, and that's why she had to get out of show business. Um, he had a foot fetish and uh, was fired only recently, um, as well as a connection between 
CBS Industries and the fact that they own CNET and ZDNet, popular uh, uh, popular online sources to download things, and their connection with LimeWire, and that CBS in- Industries was making money from every LimeWire download, and the connection between child pornography, LimeWire, and the amount of money that Viacom CBS would be profiting from those things and the 2011 lawsuits between the music industry and uh, Cena and LimeWire were actually to cover up the child pornography cases that LimeWire was linked to as well so Hmm. um, sex assault and uh, pedophilia is something that is not um, new in media but is enabled by Sumner Redstone yeah, and to talk about, like, what's kind of, you know, publicly confirmed about the mistresses and stuff, like Yogi was saying, like, it's just bizarre that this guy who's 90 years old or 93 is still doing all this shit. You would right. think you would take a break at some point before falling into the grave, but I guess not. Uh, so there's this 2016 Daily Mail article, which is about his ex-mistress. He sued his ex-mistress, and then, because, you know, at this point he's on the verge of death, everybody's trying to get his money. Uh, he and his, I believe, heirs sued his ex-mistress to try and cut her out of the inheritance, and then she sued back in 2016. Uh, it's a woman named Sydney Holland. She mm-hmm. uh, filed papers in 2016 alleging that Sumner Redstone spent at least $70 million just on sex uh, throughout the time that they were together. <laughs> Uh, so, and I just want to read this from the Daily Mail. Um, the, the paper she filed alleged that Subner Redstone gave $21 million to a former mistress who is an aspiring reality TV producer, Uh-oh. $18, yep. mil- $18 million to a flight attendant on the CBS corporate jet, and $6 million to the flight attendant's sister who he, quote, slept with. She also claims he paid out $11 million to a woman he met through millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger, uh, $7 million, uh, $7 million to another mistress, $6 million to a friend of his grandson's girlfriend, oh along with a God. job at Showtime, uh, and $1.5 million to a third mistress. Redstone also gave an undisclosed amount to an ex-fiance and paid college tuition for a student at the University of Southern California, Holland claims in the court documents. So, you know, this guy who's uh, so stingy with content doesn't really seem to know uh, how much the actual market value of uh, mistresses are at this point, which is how he has his net worth fall in half. In 2009, he would tell Larry King, I have no intention of ever retiring or of dying. That is the level (laughs) of senile ego you need to go on a spree where you're spending $70 on on puss on the side, basically. Mm. (laughs) And, like, the Daily Mail article goes back and forth through the lawsuit. It's Sidney Holland and also a lady named uh, Manuela Herzer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess... They were both his mistress at the same time. So Manuela Herzer was probably his mistress for the longest cumulative amount of time. And she was also serving as kind of like his, well, on paper anyway, she was like his health aide slash ran his his household and like managed the staff there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like among other things, like, uh, like some of, she like hired like, uh, hired like uh, a couple nurses to look after him. And 
it was alleged that like the nurses like um helped like procure him women to have sex with wow and uh adult women to be clear but like yeah. uh that was one of their main tasks and like one of the male nurses would be would be in the room according to this fortune thing well and like to make sure that either like he wasn't like dying during sex or and or like the that's at some points like uh he would have to like when uh sumner redstone i guess said that he had had enough or something uh he would tell redstone that he had ejaculated Oh and Redstone wasn't Redstone wasn't sure whether or not, but he just he did, but he just bought that. Oh and I guess that was part of the the enjoyment for him. You know, it's perfectly fine for ninety year olds to just watch the prices right. <laughs> you don't have to no. you don't have to keep doing this until you expire. 